millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, beautiful humans. Welcome to episode... Shit. Episode 10 of Conversation. Jesus Christ, I can't... Episode 10? Fuck. Thank you so much to everybody who's listened to any of my episodes, really. Thank you so much to all my guests for being such amazing, incredible women and coming on and sharing their stories with me. And I'm really proud of you all. I'm really proud of myself, you know? I've, I've actually stuck to this. 10 episodes. Damn, guys. Well done. Well fucking done. Now, today's episode is a fucking fabulous episode. And when I say fabulous, I mean it. My guest is possibly the sassiest queen I've ever met. She's fun. She'll make you feel good. She lives Ryan Stairs and Feathers. And I'm not even kidding you. She is a performer like myself. She works for Disgrace alongside me. We met in a nightclub. Pretty grimy nightclub, I tell you that. But I'm so glad we did because she just fills my life with absolute joy. You better be listening to this episode with a glass of wine in your hand or at least a chocolate bar or something. Honestly, trust me, it's perfect. This episode is also great for anybody who's um, inspiring to become a performer. She has loads of great tips and tricks about costuming, concept creation, just generally being a badass bitch. Make sure if you're listening on Acast to click through all the uh, all the little cards that come up. Got lots of info for this one, so lots of stuff for you to research and find out about. Even if you're not aspiring to be a performer, some of the people we talk about is really interesting. So check it out if you're listening on Acast. If you're listening on iTunes, then it's a bit different for you. You don't get the info, but you do have the wonderful opportunity to leave me a five-star rating. Woo! So if you could do that, it would be so appreciated. And a review, even better. Basically, all that does is it helps more people discover conversation. So we're going to spread the word. Spread the feminist good word. It's going to be great, especially ahead of tomorrow's International Women's Day. Can't fucking wait for that, guys. It's going to be so good. Now, let's get on with this. This episode, I'm just really excited to share with you all. But please excuse my wonderful guest. She's a little bit poorly. She's just recovered from literally the flu from hell. She's got a bit of a tickle. But you know what? She's a hardworking lady. So fucking let her off, all right? All right, guys. You know where to find me online. Cats and Crows, K-A-T-S-A-N-D-C-R-O-W-S. And if you want to find my wonderful guest, and she'll leave her plugs at the end, but she's always tagged in all this. My wonderful guest this week is the fabulous Bambi Blue, performer, costumer, feather and rhinestone extraordinaire. Please welcome her to episode 10 of Proversation. When I was growing up, all my role models were met. I didn't see anyone I could relate to in the press, online, anywhere. Now, I'm surrounded with the most phenomenal women. They've each endured unique hardships and survived. More than survived, they thrive. But still, women are not equal in the world, not represented in the media. 
not treated equally online, and still subjected to sexism in everyday life. Alternative women especially are more a hashtag than they are real humans. I want to change that. I want you to see the women I see. I want you to hear them. This is conversation. Hi, beautiful humans. So I'm here with my gorgeous friend, Bambi Blue. She's a performer. She's fucking badass. She makes costumes for so many people. She's a rhinestone queen. And <laughs> she's here today to talk to me about performing and all the niggly, nasty bits of it and all the nice bits too. Hello. Hello, Bambi. Hello. So Bambi, how long have you been a performer? I've been, well, I've been on stages since I was three. Mm. And I'm 27 now. So always been a dancer, but I've been doing it professionally in this scene mm-hmm. for like around nine years, getting paid good money for it. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so how long have you been in London? Because you're not from London originally. No, um, I've been in London for ten years. Amazing. Uh, ten years this year. Really wow. weird. I know, long time. Uh, and before that, I was a bit everywhere. You know, I had some uh, upbringing in Portsmouth, some in San Francisco, mm. some. Everywhere. So transatlantic. Transatlantic. Yes, transsexual. <laughs> or not. You know. I mean, whatever. So, Bambi, I brought you in today. This is kind of a last minute recording because last night I heard that Bambi had some horrible, horrible news from somebody that she worked from. And this is kind of something that I really want to shine a light on in the performance mm-hmm. industry because it's not all feathers and rhinestones. No. Is it? There's some real There's nastiness. There's a lot of that. But... Yeah. So, do you want to talk us through what happened? Yeah. I mean, um... But, um, I mean, on a level, basically, when you start performing in the scene that we're in, like, the showgirl scene, anyway, it's very competitive, and unfortunately, the main source of competition between girls is fundamentally club owners, mm-hmm. I feel, um, pitting women up, uh, women up against each other, saying so what is meant to be, like, what is the aesthetic that you're meant to have and yeah. everything. It's like a box. You, yeah. yeah a box and uh, I was working in a club, and after a year, they decided that I don't meet that criteria or that box anymore, even though nothing's changed, so nothing's dumb. different. And it, it's something that happens, you know, I've heard of it happening to other girls. It's yeah. happened to me years, years back when I wasn't in the same place where I am now. And it's kind of one of those things where you really do have to have a thick skin in yeah. the industry we're oh, in. Yeah, Especially had, if you're I've a thick show girl. <laughs> if you got a bit of extra jiggle in your wiggle, you got to have a <laughs> thick skin with it. But it's a shame, you know, it happens all the it's time. So shame. It sh- shouldn't be that way. It shouldn't. And it, I can imagine it's really off-putting for girls that want to get into the industry and they feel like they don't fit. It's really scary. I think criteria. When I, when I first started performing, I didn't necessarily have the most um, big welcome. Yeah. I felt like... Sometimes in the scene that we're in, people, when you come in and you're doing a similar skill or something that other girls do, it's automatically competition because Absolutely. that's how they've been taught. Yeah. They might lose their job girls girls. or their regular spot. Yeah. No. Uh, so when I came in, I didn't really have that um, support network. I felt like I had to really show myself and push myself out there and everything. Uh, and it's definitely something that you kind of just have to get on with and learn that you're you're never done as never. a showgirl. I know, it's sad. I feel like we're in a nice little bubble. We're in a cute bubble. Girl I disgrace. love our love disgrace. We're like, everybody loves everyone. Yeah. Unfortunately, there's still people. And that's why it's so fun to be able to come and do nights like Disgrace because it is genuine support. Like, yeah. at the side of the stage when you're trying a new act, we've got all of our girls there yeah. whooping along. Mm. That you don't get in the West End no. whatsoever. I can you imagine. Know? I've never worked in the West End personally. I don't have to it's horrid. Yeah. <laughs> it used to be cute. I 
I mean, like, places like The Box, like, yeah. you know, that's an amazing club. Amazing, I love it there. Just going to plug the club. <laughs> <Cool plug. laughs> but, um, like, that's that's a very different venue because Absolutely. they Highly kind of... going anybody. Yeah, they up. champion weirdness and... They really do. ...difference and everything. Crazy. Very crazy. I don't want to give out away too much, but if you haven't been to The Box... You please, should. Yeah. <laughs> ask for Bambi, of course. Yeah, always. <laughs> always drop my name at the door. Drop it. Dude, help, help her. So, Bami, let's talk more about your background. You, did you have, like, a show girly upbringing? Were your parents into it or anything? Or no. My, discovered? my mom is, like, literally, like, a little ginger kid that, like, Amazing. you know, she's so, she was very geeky. She's, like, one of the heads of the NHS now. She, like, really? does, yeah, she oh, well does stuff with occupational so she's therapy. she's a powerful lady. She's a powerhouse. She literally, yeah, she literally influenced me very, very much to just go and do exactly what I want to do because she didn't go to uni or anything she had to go after I was born Mm -hmm. and sort of create a career for herself so uh I always I've I've always been one of those kids that's like mom I want to be in the pageant I want to be on stage (laughs) always went a bit I did uh dance pageants which my god I'll get you videos girl (laughs) we'll have wine and videos of me doing like clowning and stuff at four wow very cute so you've always been a natural performer Always been, performer, I've yeah. always been a natural performer, yeah. I feel like um, it, it's actually the only place that I don't feel self-conscious is yeah. on stage. I feel the same way. Yeah. yeah. I think it's like a weird kind of, I mean, maybe we've got something wrong with us. <laughs> I mean, we definitely have something we definitely wrong with do. us. We definitely do, yeah. <laughs> but maybe like, you know, I think it's such an escapism and you can feel so powerful on stage when like, you know, yeah. you've got a little lash on, a heel on, yeah. some fire sticks. No one's going to fuck with you. Absolutely. It's the best. Yeah. Do you think it's good for, like, building confidence and stuff? Yeah, like hell yes. I mean, I feel like my confidence before I started, like, professionally performing in London yeah. was, like, shot out. You know, I'd been in a bad relationship. I'd moved here. I didn't really know what I was doing. Yeah. I just knew I really want to perform. So when I left, like, a messy relationship with an ex, mm. I decided, okay, fuck it, actually to get away from him on Facebook. I was like, I'm going to be Bambi Blue now. Really? Yeah. Oh, and wow. It, I never it's amazing how decisions like that kind of change yeah. the course of your life. I just never looked back, and it, it made so much sense in the tribe that, they're, like, even though it is hard in yeah. the industry to get in and find your right tribe really when you is. do, yeah. like, it's it's undeniable. You've got it's such a power force, like us lot, you know, yeah. all together. Yeah, you've got to find your girls. Yeah. you got to find your, you kind, find like, your girls. You find your girls and your drag family. Yeah. Everyone that's fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> so what was your first kind of, like, gig? Were we opening clubs or...? First gig? Oh, my gosh. Um, I think it was... I think it was Imaginarium, very closely followed by Torture Garden. Ooh. I did Torture Garden very, very well early. I know. I got really lucky. Home. I think yeah. David was just like, well, give her a shot. <laughs> Go, girl. Just get <laughs> Go on, girl. Just do whatever the fuck you do on stage. I'm <laughs> just doing good stuff. But, <laughs> yeah, I think that, I, I think one of my very early ones, one of the most, like, memorable ones I remember was doing, like, a Carrie tribute act at wow, Torture Garden. amazing. And I had real pigs heads on stage which I didn't know at the time is totally illegal oh you have my to gosh, get is it yeah because you have to get like health and safety and also oh. anybody that's like a veggie in the venue I can imagine they wanted to very happy me. about that yeah <laughs> I just had them in an ice cooler and like they were sleeping but <laughs> I feel very bad in retrospect this is, I think, <laughs> one of my favorite Bambi stories yeah ever. it was gross it was gross they were in my kitchen and I was just like oh are you guys gosh. okay <laughs> Wow, so the shock factor really works for you there. I love shock factor. I like, because when people see me, 
they see tits and ass yeah. and they think, oh, she's going to be like a burlesque performer. She's going to be a bit cheesecake, yeah. you know, which is like a type of burlesque yeah. for anybody that doesn't really know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but um, I like to come in and do something where you're not expecting me to like yeah, completely shock the audience. Whip it out. Yeah, whip Whoa. it out. You know, like, what it's like with like a staple gun or if yeah. it's fire or if it's a prop or whatever. And obviously when I was at the box, I was doing way more risque of stuff. Course. But I like to, I like for women to watch me in the audience and be like, fuck yeah. Like, She's cool as fuck. She doesn't like, she doesn't a give a shit. Yeah. yeah. No like, shits. No shits given. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> What's Hopefully. your favorite act then? What's your favorite act that you've ever done? I do really like my my orangina yeah like with my bum tassels which is surprising oh my gosh it's so great it's just it makes me so happy performing it every time I do it I feel good and like it's very easy to get the audience on my side with yeah. it because the song is like you know it's a known song yeah. and it's it's bum jiggling with tassels on you. So in right now. You can't tassels, like that. The tassels are fantastic. The tassels I love them are there. So you glued them to I me backstage. To <laughs> super super glue. glue. <laughs> Do they hurt when you pull the, them yeah. off? Do they really? That time they did. That time it was like a little crust of like <laughs> leftover pasty on my butt, but <laughs> it was like the Rebecca Crow seal. <laughs> I mean, I like to leave my mark. Yeah. And booties all over the world. And the booties. We love it. We love it. <laughs> what goes into developing an act like that? Where does that idea come from? Um, I I think I was going through I feel like I'm like oh god it sounds so pretentious no. but you know like when like who's it like Monet like went through like, I can't remember what colour he went through you know when artists go through like yeah, phases yeah they go through their thing I go through phases of being really obsessed with colours and wanting to create a whole costume because I'm a costumer as well yes, so I kind of collect things like as I go costuming yeah. and orange was just like a really happy colour. I've got orange hair now. You do. I'm loving your hair. Yeah, I'm having an orange an orange face. It's nice and happy though. I like it. It is. It's, it's great. like it's like egg yolk. You know? <laughs> That's not quite we, the thing. We love egg. Straight away. Should do like a fried egg egg. I with should. Like fried eggs. Oh my god! In like a giant saucepan, <laughs> sizzling. I'm, I'm yeah, I'll be bacon. Oh. <laughs> I'll be a bacon. A little bacon. I'll be a bacon. <laughs> so for somebody that wanted to develop a costume and act like that any advice for them um i like to uh, music is a really good starting point yeah. i think like if you hear a song or whatever that you can't help but move to or can't help but see what you would be doing in your head yeah then definitely go with it and then like from that stem i think that costume and concept comes yeah. along i think concepts are a really good thing to, if you're an early performer mm -hmm. that was all what i was doing it was all i did a lot of b-movie kind of horror references yeah. so pick something you can really hold on yeah to. like the carry yeah. thing i did i still do a bride of frankenstein oh, like yeah, i love that that's one. a good one and, and and it's kind of things that are like recognizable that people can automatically relate to you on yes that's a really good starting point for me amazing yeah because people will they'll be happy if they just yeah have the theme straight away when they yeah yeah, yeah. Like, if I, it's of yeah exactly like, when oh it's God, obvious it. it's, it's cute it works completely yeah. love it so let's touch on your costuming yes because that's like literally a huge part of your job it is what what does that entail you do it Monday to Friday I do yeah well I kind of do it in and out all week I, I work at the box Monday to Thursday yeah uh, and I run their costume department, so I make all of their show costumes and everything, which is really fun. And then I work for a few different independent companies, like House of Pyramids. Uh, like they're another sort of high-end corporate showgirls and circus Ooh. company. Cool. So I work with them individually, and we create different things for different events. And then 
one-on-one basis as well. I work with loads of showgirls yeah. and showboys. Amazing. Show people. Show people. Yeah. Are they wonderful people? They are. It's always yeah. so much fun creating things and being able to see them come to life on stage yeah. without me wearing them. Yeah. Because it's it different. Must be nice to be able to watch for one. It's so nice yeah. because it's like it's fun and I get like excited if like a popper reveal comes off really smoothly. Yeah. And like yes. I'm like yes, look at that reveal, girl. <laughs> get it. I did that on a sewing machine. <laughs> the people, the people you dress as well are super like grateful and crazy just love beautiful with you. people. Yeah. I mean, like that's we're blessed in London because. It, it's a blessing and a curse there's yeah. there's a lot of cunts yes. <laughs> but there's also a lot of like amazing damaged beautiful people that are seeking family and they're seeking yeah. a beautiful hot spot to be part of yeah. and that can like i feel like soho really offers that and Completely. it's such a nice thing to be able to like incorporate my costuming into other people's shows it's such a, it's an yeah. honor to be honest yeah. you know what i mean amazing Love and they it. must they must be so grateful for it they are. It's, it I mean, so nice it's very them, like, nice. Creative, it's like, very nice to have regular customers. That yeah. makes you feel super, super good because it's like they trust you after a while yeah. so you can kind of go a little bit more. Is it like a creative journey you can go on together? Yeah, definitely. Like definitely. That's and like. I like being able to show people as I go like yeah. how, how a costume is developed or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But lots of fun. Amazing. What's your favourite costume you've made? I, I love... Oh, God. Oh, I made my... I made my boss yeah. who's male um... Simon Hammerstein, I made him <coughs> I'm still ill. She's I made dying. him a uh acid trip uh wow. Queen Elizabeth dress. Wow. And it, it took like about twenty hours, but it was all hand painted UV. <gasps> so when it went under UV lights it was like it was oh melting like an acid trip. That was pretty wow, sick. Wow, and that's to be one in the box. Yeah. Wow. That was at his fortieth uh, birthday. Oh my god. And I, it was pretty pretty awesome because he's not had a dress before. Really? Yeah. So it was kind of like his initiation. It was crazy. I mean, you got the best. You had to have costume. the best dress. Yeah. You know, it better be an acid trip if you're gonna do it. That's cool. As fuck. <laughs> I love that. So let's touch on your kind of like involvement in the drag scene. <coughs> How long have you been involved in the drag scene? I've start, I started in the drag scene very early in my career. I was performing at the Black Cap, which is... Oh, yeah, now gone. R.A.P. So we love the Black Cap. I, I actually walked past there yesterday. It and was just so like, sad seeing it boarded up. Me I don't know, too. Why was it boarded up? Do you remember? I think that they sold it for flats, unfortunately. It's which was there, devastating. Yeah. Devastating because... Uh, it's such an old historic venue. So I started there um, with all of my drag friends. I was I was so lucky to meet a lot of drag queens um, and kings very early when mm-hmm. I moved to London. Uh, and it, they're such an amazing group of really people. Are. Like I always feel good about myself when I hang out. Yeah, I felt yeah. that's what it was. I felt so good after being around them and be. And it also encouraged me, like on a personal level. Like I used to not dress up nearly as much as I do now to yeah. go out. Now I just don't give a fuck, you know, because I'm like I don't really care what anybody thinks, and my friends don't care what anybody thinks, and that's it's a beautiful thing. We're in, yeah. we're lucky to be able to ex- express ourselves. Yeah, it's such an accepting community. Yeah, love. but um, I now do from time to time her upstairs, which is just like in Camden. Don't know what the oh block bar is the main oh, venue. Yeah, I know you are. But I do lots of stuff with like lads and girl talk, and they're all female ran drag yeah. events, which is really exciting yeah, I as think well. Yeah, a couple of the girls are doing. Yeah, yeah. Lolo and TT. Lolo. Yeah, so it's cool. Yeah. It's very different. Amazing, amazing, amazing. So yeah, the the drag community. I recently. What was it? It was online. It was something that RuPaul said. Yes. Have you seen anything? Yes. Like that? Oh what, my god! I've been vexed. Well. 
basically what he said was that he didn't believe that um, transgendered queens could compete for him oh, no. in his race. He compared it to... That's not cool. Yeah, he compared uh, taking... Uh, you know, enhancement for uh, sex change drugs mm-hmm. to Olympic athletes <gasps> taking steroids. Are you kidding? And he's had a lot of transgendered uh, people in the drag race he community. Really and it's sad because it's like you, you kind of cancelled out all of their work. But not only that, but he also said uh, that, you know, it's not a women's sport drag, yeah. which I totally disagree with because I feel like drag it's, is innately like in you. It's isn't it? Like, yeah. Anybody can be involved in that. And I think it's bullshit that... Um, I think it's bullshit that he said that if people were taking drugs to enhance uh, their journey during Drag Race, he wouldn't let them in when it's like, but what are you saying? There must have been people who were. Well, of course. Yeah, 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 there are. I mean, like Peppermint, for goodness sake, like from only like last season or whatever. Um, But it's sad because they like those people have been women their whole lives inside their minds and now they are getting to the point where they're able to they're happy with yeah the person that they actually are yeah how's it bad and i just find i find it sad stigma it's like misogynistic you know and it's misogynistic to say that women can't be part of the drag community and millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from noom like evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. They like, yeah. pussies are a no-go, no, all of this stuff. But you celebrate pussy. That's kind of like part of the, the thing, The power right? of pussy. Yeah. You know, fish, fish on a stick. I don't, <laughs> I don't want like negative connotations. Yeah. I, and I think it's bullshit. You can't say that a, 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 an art that yeah. is men is becoming women. Day, yeah. yeah, we are women. Exactly. Let us join the fuck Please. in, Rue. You can do it too. <laughs> you, can be, you can be an ally. Yeah. As long as somebody's not like mocking it. I'd love to have a dick for the day, but yeah, it's right? just not accessible right now. <laughs> <laughs> just for a day. <laughs> just one day. Just like fuck people up. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why I love Mandy. Yeah. <laughs> Inappropriate. Amazing. To the end. So how do you think the drag community is like reacted to this? Oh, it's been outroar. Yeah. Like people are angry. People are really, really mad, and it's so it's Rightly nice so. to see. Yeah. Like even um, Ben De La Creme, who's in this season's All Stars, yeah. put a tweet out saying that you know his partner of like I can't remember how many years is um, trans, yeah. and like you know if anybody tells her what to do, like you might as well go fuck yourself. Yeah. Because, so that was really nice to see, and also Willem. Like there's a lot oh, of, of alumni that have come out and disagreed with RuPaul which I think is needed because this is a really old viewpoint and drag is ever changing and it's ever developing and I consider myself not necessarily a drag queen but definitely a queen absolutely (laughs) I consider us all queens every person I know is a fucking queen yeah and I I do drag the fuck up like you know I do it's a style as well isn't yeah and it's I think it's it's great for everyone to be encouraged to fucking decorate themselves like there shouldn't be anybody that is told yes no that's the whole point of us fighting against people that are like you know like Trump you can't say fuck all about people of colour people of sex like different sexualities 
like ripples that she telling us what we can You've and can't do. Done the do same too. thing. Yeah, exactly. You're just adding to the yeah. problem. Absolutely. Everyone can do whatever the fuck they like. Everybody say love. Apparently, RuPaul. No. Everybody say misogyny. It really just shocked me. <laughs> yeah. It just shocked me, didn't it? Because he's supposed to be such a like happy, wonderful community. Bald man. Does it come out of nowhere? <laughs> no. I think he's he said he said naughty comments in the past. Oh, to be honest, yeah. it's not the first. But I feel like right now, because of the amount of publicity that Drag Race has brought to drag, which is a good and a bad thing, because I think people don't remember to support their local queens that have been doing this for often a lot longer than the girls on Drag Race or whatever. Mm. And we haven't got one in the UK. Mm. This is bullshit. Like, I've got drag daughters as well. So it's like, I, I feel like... It's it's important to be spreading their word and like the yeah. new generation. You've got to support it, otherwise your whole industry will die and you'll be forgotten. Yeah, I don't understand why people don't support. And RuPaul's not over here doing like Drag Race UK. Yeah. What's so the problem? Come on, crazy. <laughs> so let's let's. You said drag daughters. Mm-hmm. Let's explore like a drag family for people that don't really know. Drag family. Yeah. So. I, I really didn't mean to become a drag mom, but I yeah. am quite I'm quite motherly naturally, yeah, and you are. I I kind of I met so many young club kids and young drag queens a couple of years ago that like they'd come and see my shows and like like for instance one of my my main drag daughter is called Charity Case amazing and um oh, and Charity's a big deal on her own yeah. now she's fucking everywhere she's like been slaying it with she did like. A different drag look every day of the year really? last year. Wow. Amazing. Where can we find her online? At Charity Case. Charity Case. With a K. Okay. Yeah, so just plugging my girl. Yeah, but, please um, do. we got to support one of our Yeah, girls. and she's brilliant. But uh, she was, you know, we met at uh, one of my shows and she wanted a selfie and she was just the cutest little button. Amazing. And uh, ever since then, we've been like, you know, really, really tight. And then I have like, um, a, lo- a load of drag kids like Ruben as well uh-huh. Misfit I taught fire so he's my really? fire drag baby oh. it's very it's, it's fun wonderful and, like, they're very loyal it's like having real babies really <laughs> it's like yeah. a proper family yeah. it's a very close knit kind of like absolutely place, absolutely yeah. any show that I performed at and there's been a drag queen or any kind of drag artist they, they I mean they so love it they're supportive so of friendly. women I've never I don't think I've ever met somebody really bitchy I think there's a lot, well, I a lot have. less really <laughs> I is have there less bitchiness in the drag community than the regular performance community do you think I think that the difference between it is drag queens are forthright with their shade right it's no like there's no, there's no bullshit if yeah. they feel in any way about you they're just gonna say it right to your face there yeah. and then you better be fucking ready <laughs> but I prefer that rather I than that. I think we get we can move past it easier yeah we right. can, if you've got like an issue then like let's just fucking get it out there and then we're cute the next day totally but with um with the showgirl community it's not so much I mean there's not that much real bitchiness yeah. like with between the girls it's more to do with undercutting yeah. coming for people's jobs mm. taking people's ideas and stuff like that that is like yeah. no one everyone's very polite so everyone just fumes about these get things on, on their own but they don't yeah I think yeah. I think it's more important to talk about it yeah just be like bitch why I mean I'm bad for that I literally <laughs> tag people if someone's nicked my idea really? I'm like bitch I saw that light up mermaid tail <laughs> I know who did it first she says with her wine <laughs> <laughs> no I think you're doing it right though yeah I get think a glass of wine have it out yeah. get it done I'd just rather say to you girl yeah get fix up look cute and like let's get your own let's shit let's kill this shit yeah. together you mm-hmm. know as Do a community yes do you think girls outside the performance world could learn a bit from that sort of attitude? I think so. Yeah. I think that like I definitely felt that when I started performing, uh, 
my life crossed over from being threatened by women mm-hmm. to and then being competition to them being like more comrades yeah, and that's awesome you know uh, I feel like being naked on stage with a load of other women every night it so could empowering. be the worst thing it but be. it's, yeah, it's the true. best it's, it's the best it is the best and, and you start to love yourself you know you, do. you really do start to accept your flaws and things that you don't like other women are like complimentary of or whatever i think that's true that's and it's so true that isn't it's it? yeah. harder to do that because like you know girls are not dancing naked on stage with each other enough no, in normal life. they need to girls do it <laughs> take your clothes off do it i know I, wish every, I think everybody should try it once like <laughs> like local burlesque classes and stuff like that yeah they're, out, they're about aren't they and it's it's yeah yeah there's loads of local mm-hmm. burlesque classes and uh, i mean there's loads of just fun things to do in the community as well yeah. and whether whether it's like your first time trying it yeah whether you think you can't dance for shit so many of us couldn't or can't absolutely or, some of us don't have a dance background some yeah of us do, but some of us don't and you don't need to you anymore you just you gotta have that to. you're just gonna be extra <laughs> <laughs> You really do. Yeah. <laughs> what advice would you give to if you were going to like if you were trying to get into the performance world or the drag world uh-huh. and you wanted to like approach somebody, what would be like a respectful way to do that? I think when when people come up to me and say how much they love like a certain show yeah. or like they tell me they follow me or they talk about like just something that I know that they have like validly like gone and researched me, that means the world to me because yeah. We don't often hear, um, apart from in our initial circle, Mm -hmm. we don't often hear, oh, girl, you're amazing. Like, this was so good. I love this and this show. So when people that you don't know, and especially women, come up and say that, it's like, that. it it makes me feel so good, leaving a show and and knowing that I've made, like, a girl feel like maybe she could go up and get her booty out. you've inspired her. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's super, super fun. That's what we need more of in the world. Yeah, more girl power. More girl power. More I know. Ass. <laughs> more ass. More girl power. Some people, I think, would disagree, though, that um, getting naked on stage isn't empowering for women. What of course they would. Of course they would. And that's because they've not been naked on stage. Yeah. That's really, that's really how I feel. I feel like anybody that really makes a living out of this, yeah. like, they know what it is. We're not doing it for anybody in that audience. Absolutely. I literally don't see. You don't see the audience. You don't you? see anyone because the lights are in your eyes. Yeah, you literally physically don't know. You have no idea whether they're liking it or not. Sometimes I get off stage and I'm with you girls and I'll be like, oh, I don't know if they liked that. Yeah. And like then you, you watch the video and you can hear when they're reacting the and everything. But like I think that it, it is empowering. It changed my life yeah. completely. It changed completely. how I viewed myself and viewed how... I should treat other women. Yes. Which I think is it does really set a good pretense for yeah. respect for women, especially. I think especially I men think people who... people think it's about men. It's not about men. No, it's not. It's not it's like... about gay men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's about anybody that's fucking fabulous. Yeah. Anybody anybody in a heel that's fab, like, clicking. Yes, queen. Yes. What do you think we can do to kind of open that up then? To, like, kind of... not We don't need to convince anybody, obviously. We have nothing to prove. Yeah. But what can we do to, like, bring the rest of the world round to our way of seeing it? I, re- I mean... What is really frustrating for me, I'm going to top up your wine. Please top up my wine, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> what is really frustrating for me, kind of touching back on the drag race thing, yes. I would love for there to be something like that for women that can 
you know put out there that there is this whole amazing beautiful community Mm -hmm. like how Drag Race did because people didn't know like drag queens were still scary to a lot of people a few years ago I think if you went to a club and you saw a drag queen people were like oh my god especially men they don't know how to respond oh they really still don't and now Courtney Act just won Big Brother you know oh my gosh she did yeah that was such a fucking moment such a moment love her love her her. what a cutie (laughs) but um, I think that it would be so good for there to be I don't know, not maybe not even competitions, but just more like more coverage of yeah. what we do and what we're doing in London and major cities, and you know, because yeah. it's in LA as well. There's yeah. there's showgirls all around the world. Completely, Dita Montez is obviously a huge, yeah. yeah, huge thing. But I guess maybe she is. Dita, Dita's amazing, but she she's it's amazing. unfortunately she's very uh, she's more she's classic burlesque, yeah. which is great, yeah. and I'm happy that that is being represented. But, but so I do more. think there's like a little bit more edge and rough around the edges yeah. that could be personality kind of comes through. Yeah, other yeah. yeah, I mean, like the mo- the best thing I can say is get out to a night, come and watch a show, yeah. look up where your local burlesque and drag is in support the community. Yeah, support your local okay. girl gang. Yes, amazing. So, like, I know, obviously, London, we're quite spoiled with our scene. Mm. LA, we're quite spoiled with our scene. If you're in, like, a small town and you wanted to be a performer, would you recommend moving to a big city? I or, would. Yeah. I would. I mean, I, it can be done. Yeah. But the success stories I see of that being done is when somebody's already established themselves yeah. in the scene, has regular bookings, yeah. you know, like, and, and regular, I mean, you want to be doing, like, around if you want to do it full time mm-hmm. like when I was doing it full time without costume I was doing five or six shows a week absolutely it's got uh, to treat you like a real you have to job, yeah because yeah. even though you're on stage for three minutes that's still your bills that's still, you've still got to be yeah. like on point even if you're working in a nightclub or something like that yeah make sure you're booked every night yeah yeah yeah, yeah. just know that you've got that coming in so I, I think that's a lot harder to do when you're not in a place where there's clubs open all week that's true because in small mm, towns it's kind of like Thursday, Friday, Saturday mm-hmm. like what the fuck in London we don't sleep where do we go <laughs> on a Monday I know, I need wine in yeah, I need wine on a Monday <laughs> everything's shut at 11 so I think that there's a lot of girls that drive in and out yeah. but I would say the, the success stories are the ones that have already made it if you really really have a passion for it yeah like I I came here with I didn't even have enough for my first month's rent. Oh, same. I came here and I was homeless for like yeah. a week. I didn't yeah. have enough. I remember because like, you were with Grim. So, yeah, it was. It was so weird. <laughs> it's the best. Yes, yeah. But, um, like, it was It was funny. I was, like, totally the same. I was, like, sofa surfing. And you kind of just have to hope for the best. But you this do. is... this Stay optimistic, right? Yeah. Cities are the best place for if you really want to succeed in burlesque yeah. or shows I think I think so definitely for beginners especially like I I always get I don't know if you get a lot of girls asking how how you got into this or how do you learn this or something like that really it's just kind of throwing yourself yeah. into the thick of it because you can't it? even really there's not even that many places to like for fire for example you can't even oh, go no. and learn it no. just in the midlands and a lot like, of people I think yeah absolutely it's true it's and outside of London it's fucking hard yeah really really tough mm-hmm. I think find find a lot of people that do it and just throw mm-hmm. yourself in mm-hmm. I learn fire for someone else I don't know how you learn it yeah, I learned like it. a friend-to-friend thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. yeah. Well, mine was like a circus troop-to-friend kind of thing. Yeah. Um, same with Sideshow, but it was a gift. It wasn't like... There is different ways of learning fire in London. Yeah. Like, I would recommend... Like, the fire school is very good. Yeah. 
They are very thorough. Yeah, I, I think know. Shade, Shade Flame Water. Oh, I Shade. Just oh, my God. Some tricks off him. oh, my God. Did you go to that? I did. I went to the Vapor Trick. Oh, we'll talk about it after because I want to know. It was I great. Know. Have you been? No, I'm dying to <gasps> oh go. My Highly recommend anybody who wants to learn advanced fire tricks. He is look up Shade Flame amazing. Water and the Fire Water Circus. Is that yes, right? Yes, that's it. Absolutely recommend that. Fucking highly. amazing. Any other schools you want to plug? Any other good people that teach? Only really the fire school, to be honest, in London. It's a small community. But I think it's a funny one because you kind of, I do feel like you can kind of pass it on in a friend way. If it's taught right, you know, you have to be really, really hot on your health and safety. But I would recommend anybody that's never, ever touched it before, definitely go and do it professional. professional. Yeah, because it's it's different teaching a friend vapors after they've learned. I wouldn't wouldn't teach a friend a vapor yet. Yeah. Definitely not confident enough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not Shade's stuff. My God. He's fantastic. Really fantastic. So good. Have you seen any nasty accidents or anything? Have you seen anything go wrong? seen um boobies be set on fire oh, no. uh that and it was bad because it was it was actually outside it was in camden it was a few years ago actually a long time ago now like about eight years ago yeah um but i remember it because it was it was scary it was burned, literally burned <laughs> yeah into your memory. and it was snowing <gasps> and she was breathing fire outside oh. and i just done a load of fire and i came off and i was like do you know what the snow it's kind of slippy i don't feel slippery, safe yeah. so i was on my way back in and she had my cup of paraffin yeah. uh which we, you know i think we were sharing i can't even remember what happened but she was not she'd not done fire breathing for long I didn't even know that she did it it was like just a girl that I got put with on a job do you know what I mean so it's like you don't know their background and uh, as I watched her take the sip of it I just saw so much come down her chest so much come down her chin paraffin doesn't normally light on the skin that must have been a lot it was a lot and because I think because it was snowing it may have affected I don't know how I don't know but it was like she breathed twice and then it just went And it was such a scary thing, oh. such a scary thing. And I, I've I've had an accident once with a vapor, uh, where I was shooting a flame down my arm, which mm. was already like I had already some vapes on that, and mm. just a little bit of my skin just pretty much went crispy oh, like a chicken. No. And I remember just wiping the flame away, and it, the skin comes away with skin. it. The skin comes <laughs> off, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. it's really gory. It was you gross. do get hurt as a performer, do you? Yeah, of course. I mean, but I'm I. Don't mind my scars. I no, like it because like it's like it's real. I have it's an angle scar, which is like a huge. I don't know if you've oh, seen it. No. That was my number one accident. It was when I was learning. I just it was my first angle grinding gig, and I had <gasps> a glass of wine or two beforehand, which I highly recommend not doing. Yeah, no, never. And it slipped straight <laughs> off my plate and into my leg. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, which is a power tool for those of you that don't know. It's a fucking power oh, power yeah. tool. No, I mean accidents do happen. They do. Like you've got to be careful though, right? It, yeah. Insurance. Insurance. Definitely have insurance. All. I mean, I, I had like I've had recently quite a lot of people saying to me like they just Facebook message me and they're like can I learn fire of you? I've got a gig in two weeks and I'm like, Oh no, babes, don't book yourself a gig. Please. Please don't, like, you don't understand. It might look easy. That's because we've done it for like nine years. That's the trick. The trick is that we've made it look easy. Yeah, you want it, you want people to question, is this real? Like, the amount of time she've had it as well, like, what do you put on your tongue or your skin (laughs) to stop you from burning? What the fuck do you think this is? No, girl. It's real fire. Some people have said, is that real fire? Like, oh yes, babe. It's who real. has that amount of money to do that special effect? <laughs> like, come on, this is like some serious life. special effects. <laughs> it's fucking hell, babe. Like every time. Yeah, right, every time. Just CGI on my yeah, skin. Yeah, just CGI. Whoa. I might as well go to Nadia. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, fun. 
Bambi, I've had such a fucking good time talking to you. So lovely. I've had so much always, fun. my queen. Let's do a wrap up for anybody that wants to get into the performing industry. Health yes. and safety is fucking key, right? Yes. Go to a school. Lessons, costume. Yep. Get yourself a packet of rhinestones. Yes. Even if you're rhinestoning a Primark rhine, you can buy. Yeah, uh, you don't a, need to spend a lot of money. This is a tip. This is Girl, a, a real fucking. tip. <laughs> rhinestones you can buy on Amazon for yeah. literally three pounds. They're not. They're not Swarovskis, but when you're but starting, they're good. They're good yeah. You know. And you can jazz up any kind of costume, any even a t-shirt you can rhinestone yeah. and it can go on stage and it's a costume and because, extra. yeah, it's got yeah. a bit of glimmer to it. Uh, so I think that's the best thing. Get your costume game up. Get performing. Yes. Never stop. Never stop. The more you do, the better you get, really. I know it's the most easy advice, but my God, when it's I look back on myself. Really I'm filming, I think filming yourself filming. is really good. Although Watch I'd yourself. like to burn a lot of my old films. <laughs> <laughs> where I clearly oh, don't babe. know what the fuck I'm doing <laughs> no I know I look back on myself like 8 years ago and I'm like oh, yeah girl, girl. girl. <laughs> put the fire sticks down, put it down. I know it was quite dangerous as well I was like yeah. what was I thinking no no we're good it's now scary <laughs> and to make the community better what do we all as women have responsibilities to do be fucking better to each other yeah. you know love each other realise that when you talk shit on a girl like think about how that would feel hearing that about someone saying that about you and every kind of beauty is beautiful beauty comes from confidence and knowing who you are and feeling who you are whether it's on stage whether it's in person whether whatever like support one another don't fucking come for each other because we're all on the same side here we are working towards the same thing girl power girl fucking power Girl, boy power, yeah, drag power. Absolutely. Anyone in the kind of like femme community. Exactly. Sisterhood. Sisterhood is yeah. the thing. <laughs> and what advice would you give to a girl if they get knocked down? Because it's inevitably going to happen. Do you know what? Like, literally, you are going to get knocked down. Like, it's, I'm going to tell you right now. Probably, I still get knocked down. I got knocked down yesterday, exactly. and you girls are there for I me. Get it all the time. You, you have to get past it, and you have to get past the point that, you, you know, a few years ago, I think I said to you yesterday, a similar thing happened. Yeah. I got knocked down. Same thing. And I felt really shit about it for a really long time. But yesterday, I know myself now mm-hmm. with age and with experience that it's not me. I'm happy with myself. And I think that, you know, that, that translates on stage. It really So is. just, you know, be be who you are because that is the most beautiful thing. As, as much as it sounds like on a t-shirt. <laughs> be who you want to be. But it's true. And that really does translate the most success on a stage it or does. in our community. It shows. It shows on your face if you're feeling confident. It shows in your face. If you've got that girl gang screaming behind you. Yeah. Queen. And it shows in a room too. It you does. know, go in and light up a room. Be the light, bitch. Feel it. Be lit. <laughs> <laughs> Bambi, thank you so much. Where can thank we find you, you online? Uh, I love Instagram. So She's Bambi Blue it. Official. It's also Bambi Blue Official on Facebook. Yes. I don't tweet because I don't know what the fuck to say. <laughs> but yeah, mostly Instagram. I do nice stories and stuff like that. She Lots really does. Aesthetics. If you want costume inspiration or anything, I highly recommend Or Pomeranians. <laughs> or her adorable or, Pomeranian. Or my bum. That's basically the three things you're going to get. Bambi's booty. <laughs> Bambi, thank you so much. I've thank had so much you, fun. Mom. Take care. Thank you for listening, everybody. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbird styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must have travel shoes have a lighter than air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Super Light Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So what can you do in a super light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? 
Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Code SUPER24.